Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Today I want to talk to you about a very special title for Jesus Christ, the Prince of Life. I'm going to read to you from Acts chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, where we read this. Peter is preaching to the crowd there gathered on the Temple Mount, and he says this. Again, Acts chapter 3, verse 14. But you denied the Holy One and the just, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are all witnesses. Now, we see many remarkable things in these two verses from Peter's sermon to this excited crowd at the temple courts. We see, first of all, that Peter recognized Jesus as God. When Peter referred to Jesus as the Holy One, it's right there in verse 14, it was a way for Peter to exalt Jesus as God. That term, Holy One, is used more than 40 times in the Old Testament. It is a high and glorious title for Yahweh, the covenant God of Israel. Secondly, we see that Peter boldly told his hearers of their sin. Peter told them that they rejected Jesus, but asked for a murderer to be granted to them. One of the ironies of the crucifixion of Jesus is that while the crowd rejected Jesus, they also embraced a criminal and a murderer named Barabbas. You can find that in Luke chapter 23 or John chapter 18. Peter boldly confronted this audience with that sin. Thirdly, we see that Peter made his preaching personal. In this sermon at the temple courts, again, it's in Acts chapter 3, Peter used the word you or your at least 11 times. He wanted his message to hit home in a personal way, and he wasn't afraid to make his appeal directly to everyone. Fourth, we see that Peter knew that Jesus was the Prince of Life. What a wonderful title for our Savior there in Acts chapter 3, verse 15. Only does Jesus receive this glorious title. It means that Jesus himself is the authority, is the ruler over all life. He is the Prince of Life. And that is a wonderful truth for us to proclaim. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Life. Now, this is true because Jesus has life like no one else. No one could take his life from him. He had to give up his life, as Jesus himself explained in John chapter 10, verses 17 and 18. This is also true that Jesus is the Prince of Life because Jesus won life for his people on their behalf. Jesus didn't just win life for himself, but also for his people. And this is true because Jesus gives life abundantly. Hey, the prince of life can give life. And then finally, this is true because Jesus sustains our life and he rules over life. In every sense imaginable, Jesus is the prince of life. Now, consider the hard truth that Peter confronted his listeners with, 
that they killed the prince of life. In one aspect, this is an outrage, killing the one who is the author and ruler of life itself. But on the other hand, this is an impossibility because what can death possibly do to the prince of life? He who rules over life can never be harmed by death. Man's attempt to kill Jesus was both an outrageous sin and it was a foolish impossibility because Jesus Christ is the one whom God raised from the dead. Now, of course, the Prince of Life could not remain in the grave and the apostles were united witnesses of the fact of his resurrection. The witnesses prove the fact that Jesus is the Prince of Life. But here's the question for you today. Can you say today that Jesus Christ is the ruler and the monarch over your life? I hope you can say that today. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.com.